Hello and welcome to SCN for the month of June, year 2019. Uh, this is SCN, and we're the only E3 thing that has more than one minority talking about E3 stuff. SCN, um, socially conscious nerds. It's pretty cool. Instead of just like one real gamer, we found four real gamers. <laughs> also brought to you by Avengers by Square Enix. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, can't, I th- my birthday falls on uh, the Avengers release day, and it just that game already tarnished it. Why do you hate cosplay so much? <laughs> <laughs> and every every time I see that, I think about the you know that distorted Avengers meme song. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it just it just matches the one that has Shrek and Batman. <laughs> like the the bootleg like Chinese packs <laughs> figures. Yes. Did y'all see the rock SpongeBob. paper shotgun article? Oh uh, yeah, Square <laughs> Enix makes game based off of a uh, fair or Carnival uh, Ride. Yeah, Carnival <laughs> Ride Adventures. Oh, oh, Carnival Ride, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should introduce ourselves. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Jesus, and along with me tonight is going to be Chris. Hey there. And Ryan. What's up? And Rex. Hey. So we are kind of like the Avengers. We're missing a couple of people, but anyways, like, like Hawkeye. We were missing Hawkeye in that. Yeah, <laughs> no, no one cares. Hawkeye. 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 <laughs> he only shoots drywall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he only has that 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 uh that arrow that has a fist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's green. Well, that would make him a green arrow, but no, I was going to say he's all green like monster. But anyways, <laughs> E3 is uh, is going on right now, which is funny because E3 is going on now. It already started. All the press conferences have come and gone. So I guess for for us, E3 has come and gone. But for those fortunate that, that to be there, it's just they're standing. They're, they're, they're standing in line to play Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, they are. And there was a power outage today. Oh, well. V3 I was reading about. Uh, there is a thread on Resetera about it. You it know what caused... Like five minutes. You know what caused that? It was what? a bombing. At, it was a bombing at the power station caused by a spiky-haired dude and a black guy. <gasps> <laughs> oh, man. So... Before even E3 start, E3 started. Uh, Stadia was it Stadia or Stadia? Stadia. Yeah. It's a it's a horrible name. Also, just so we can be clear. Horrible name. Horrible concept. Stadia. Like, I mean, it's not the worst concept. It's a pretty bad concept for 2019. Um, Why don't they just call it GameFly? Which is really <laughs> kind of what it is. Or on live because GameFly yeah. is the one that was like. Uh, oh wait, the that's discs. when you re- yeah you re- you rent them out yeah. Yeah, on live was the one I actually kind of use that sometimes back in the day. Yeah, they didn't have a set top box, and um, before Sony bought them, became yeah, I used it on my laptop to play because my laptop wasn't the most powerful boy in the world, and I would use it to uh, like just kind of try. Everything had a free demo, so I'd like play a game, see if I liked it. And... How was how was the lag on that thing? pretty bad because it was 2007 (laughs) (laughs) like it wasn't the worst like i played uh i I remember the worst thing i think i played on it was that uh uh, that that game game is 
That game is like a lot of um precise movements because you gotta fall through things. Yeah, and it kind of kind of sucked playing that, but there is. I'm trying to remember. There's something I played that was just like okay. I think it might have been Saints Row Two that I played for a little bit, <laughs> oh, and that okay. actually like worked pretty okay. Dang, Saints <laughs> Row Two. Do you remember yeah. that the Sega service that was like that? Channel Sega Channel. Yeah. yeah okay. So there was Sega Channel. There is also there's a Super what, Nintendo one. What was the name of that other service that was around the late 2000s where they had a bunch of uh, Saturn games and Neo Geo games before those were on like before the Neo Geo games were like on every service and they'd had uh, they had a bunch of Telltale stuff before that that took off and an exclusive American McGee game. Do y'all remember that? I didn't did. Did no. I make this up? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Turner Turner bought them out and shut down the uh, service. Is it Netlink? No. No. Sega uh, Netlink. I have to look this up. This was a PC yeah. service. PC it's a, service. I just, I just looked it up. It's uh, Sega Netlink. It's uh, attachment for Saturn. No, 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 no. There's another. No, this was one. a whole different thing. Oh, okay. A Saturn Bomberman and Sega Rally, and Virtual On Netlink Edition. Game I'm tap. To remember Game Tap, yeah, Game Tap. But that again, that one wasn't a streaming service. You could actually download it, and yeah. I'm mad because a lot of those like Saturn ports that came out on that never came out on anything else. Like they were just exclusive. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, the dif- the difference between those and the Stadia, Stadia was we streaming, and I don't mm-hmm. think we have the band. Now in America, we don't have the bandwidth for that. Yeah, sure. America and Canada, it's not gonna work at all. You know, I'm actually I'm pretty excited to hear about uh, the stories when kids like rack up like thousand dollar bills on Comcast for this. Me too. Because yeah. what was it? They're saying like uh, it's 1.5 terabytes to play uh, 60 hours of a game in 4K. I don't have it. I don't have. I have like barely like I have like 900 gigabytes a month or something like but that. But the thing I, is, it's not. Yeah. Gonna re- it's not going to get 4K yet. Like when it launches. Oh, no, it is. If you get the Founders Pack. Nope, uh, it's 1080p. Really? Yeah, 1080p. Yeah, I could have sworn the Founders Pack had 4K, but yeah. No, I believe it because it's $120 for that Founders Pack. and So, so like Korea. This is for Korea, Japan, I guess. Mainland Europe is going to get a lot of mileage out of it. There is really funny. uh, There is a Resetera thread about it where a lot of... uh, users from like sweden and the netherlands were very confused as to why america has data caps like they genuinely didn't know that our internet was as shitty as it is and they were really shocked and it was very funny yeah dang it i was just in the netherlands last year i didn't even know i should have checked my internet speed when i was there <laughs> yeah no their uh their basic plans like start at like 150 down which I'm paying like eighty dollars a month right now to Comcast for two fifty down. Like I think we get like seventy up, and we've got a terabyte data cap that we go very close to every month because we stream all of our video and between all the consoles and stuff, we download a lot of shit. Yeah, that's probably the plan I have, and I think almost I got close to that when I um just got a new computer and I started installing stuff off of Steam. <laughs> I'm definitely, like, I haven't used my two, uh, 
two free months yeah my two free months yet but i'm definitely gonna hit it this month because steam summer sale my birthday and game pass like uh, i already the first night i had game pass i downloaded like close to 300 megs worth of things <laughs> but it uh, wasn't that many games it yeah. was like wait, uh, Marvel 300 versus Cap- megs or gigs 300 gigs i meant okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was like marvel versus capcom infinite's like 100 gigs for some reason what yeah insane anyway not quite so, 100 but close yeah anyway so i um, data caps aside i don't know that the lag is going to be good or is it going to be work i'm like everyone's like oh you're gonna play doom on it and doom is i was like i don't know man yeah oh, no. like if it's anything like i don't know because on live wasn't too terrible for the time it was still pretty bad and recently ish like within the last two years I did do a free trial of PlayStation Now because mm-hmm. it was just too tempting to be like, oh, hey, I want to play these PS3 games on my Vita, and they had just added PS4 stuff. So mm-hmm. I tried, and the only game I like tried was Capcom Arcade Cabinet. What? Oh. And the lag was really fucking bad. Like, and that's... Like, five seconds between and that's... the button. And... Oh, that's that's terrible. And that's the Gaikai technology. That's the online technology that they bought, right? Yeah. Uh, I like how they're. Uh, I like how you're gonna be able to play Mortal Kombat 11. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! No, you're world. not. That's a lie. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Like, I think it's real funny. Like the games that they're uh, launching with, like Samurai Showdown, is not gonna. Oh no! This. An like, SNK game? No. Yeah. Well, it, People like... are already complaining because the uh, beta that they did for that, like, what was it last week, has uh, eight frames of input lag. Which really isn't that bad by modern mm. standards. For a fighting game, it is. Tekken yeah, yeah. 7 had way more for the longest time on PS4, which is the main console that they use for tournaments. That had like 13. Most of the Capcom ports have had like 9 to 10. Mm. It's still like, not excusable, though. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's not excusable, but the thing is, like, it's easy to focus on stuff like that but mo like 90 percent of console games now because of modern tv technology and wireless controllers have pretty bad input lag compared to what we used to play on yeah i want to be proven wrong i want it i want it to come out and be like amazing and and then like freaking the uh, uh, comcast plays well with it or something like that but i doubt it yeah not in this dystopian future we live in yeah, if it was if the FCC was not under Ajit Pai and Google like managed to convince the major telecom companies to get rid of data caps and they price it correctly, so it's more of like a supplementary thing because I've had quite a few discussions about this in real life like since they announced it. I That's think this cat. could really be a cool supplementary thing to like just buying normal games kind of like Game Passes like I treat game pass kind of like a rental service if i like the game i'll either play through it and if i don't finish it in a reasonable amount of time i'll buy it eventually probably on pc but so like stadia could be a really cool supplementary service to what we already have but it is unrealistic to think of it as being someone's main i like how i like how there's so many like if this happens and if this happens and if this happens and this it'll be cool it's not gonna happen. Like Chris said, uh, when they received those thousand dollar bills and blame the kids on gaming, 
Xfinity, all, is, all they're going to do is like, hey, well, here's this jacked up internet package that you can do because you're... You need the you're, game package? Yeah, oh, yeah, no, that's, gonna, that's definitely going to happen. For 150 a month. Or if you and don't, the, Mountain Dew will have like a, an extra gig of data and uh, like on the bottle caps or something. Oh, oh, oh we're back to this now? We're back yeah. to doing that. <laughs> we're going to have like, hey, buy 1,000 more hours of internet. Like... <laughs> That's what they've been wanting, though. Like, that's what the telecom companies have been trying to push for the longest time. And I mean, now, this thanks is, to our current, like, government situation, they can do this it. This is a really it's easy way to, for it to them. happen. Yeah, they're, you know they're excited about it. They are fucking stoked that oh, they're shit. going to get to nickel and dime us out of internet. I actually just logged on to my Comcast, and in March, I hit 824 gigs. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> about uh, my average. I was looking the other day. My average is around seven hundred to eight fifty, and I'm very uh, shocked that uh, on a light month, like the lightest month I've had since we moved back to Houston, it was uh, six hundred. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guy. Yeah. Uh, well. All right. Well. Yeah. No. Um. So that's the reason we don't think state is gonna work. Um. The lag, maybe. And just the infrastructure, and quick, and then fucking um, corporations. Also, too, I want to point out a lot of people are using the preservation argument as a reason why they want it to fail, which I totally understand. But it looks like almost everything that's going to be on Stadia, except for like one or two exclusives right now, is going to be stuff that you can get on literally everything else. Yeah, so there's really no reason. I, I'm rolling the media preservation, and I'm not worried about that with the Stadia, and neither should anybody else. Yeah, I'm actually, not. looking at my data usage, uh, March was my highest with 590. What are but, we doing in March? Dang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, April 427, May 500. <laughs> oh. I'm at, <laughs> I'm at uh, 191 gigs for June, so. Yeah, I'm a... I'm at 188. Then again, I wasn't. I wasn't. You weren't here. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't here for like <laughs> 10 days. So you know, I don't even want to check mine because we're not even halfway through this month yet, and I'm. Oh, you don't want to press yeah. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh yikes! All right. Well, uh, let's shift gears. Uh, we know Stadia, or we hope it works, but we don't see it working. Yeah, yeah. I want to be. We don't see it working in the public's favor. Maybe in a corporate favor, it will. I mean, isn't that what E3 is all about, though? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Another thing that I guess only Rex is excited is Konami's big announcement of the Turbo Graphics 16 Mini. Hey, hey, I'm excited also. Yeah, this is a really, really big fucking deal, I, I think, personally. Well, the reason I'm not as excited is because Konami was like, hey... After all these big press conferences are done, we've got a game changer, you know. And the Turbo Graphics 16 Mini was the game changer, supposedly. I, I, mean, I mean, that is a that is a game changer. Like, I don't think anybody really expected Konami to do anything video game related in the future, except for like Pachinko and soccer. And the fact that they're maybe like farm out IPs to other companies because they had a pretty big success with like Bomberman and stuff. 
the fact that they're even acknowledging that they have that back catalog still in 2019 is a huge fucking deal. Even if they're just going to make it into a mini console to make money off of it. And I was worried too when they announced it. I was like, oh god, what games are they putting on this? They're actually doing a really good job with the game selection so far, even though there's only six games. Do you think this is like their saving throw to stay relevant in the gaming? I really don't think it's a saving throw. I think it's... uh, them seeing how much uh, money yeah, Nintendo yeah. and Sega are, well, Sega not yet, of course, but like how much Sega stands to make and how much money Nintendo has made on this. And they're like, oh, hey, we have these rights and we're going to do something cool with it. Or it's um, also, uh, we let's not lose the rights to these games. That's and, true. And, you know, put them in a package and get it over that, with, too. That being said, of the games they've announced, uh, they don't even have, like, they're not games, really, that they own the rights to. So someone had to go do their homework and ask Granzella to license R-Type and get uh, the East rights from uh, Nihon Falcom, who's not the easiest company in the world to deal with, from what I understand. So, Yeah, but, I mean, if they want to move the uh, the Tour Graphics Mini, they're going to do it. And, you know, it might be, like, uh, the Grand the granddaughter of like the R-Typo creator and she's be like, yeah, here's money. Take it. I don't care. Nah, I think if it was really a cash grab, there are, cause I've played probably 90% of the PC engine and turbo graphics library. And I've seen what they've done with like turbo graphics, virtual console back in the day. And when they tried to do it on Wii U, like a couple years ago, which was a really strange thing that they did like four years ago. Um, they could have filled that whole game list up with filler games and just shoved it out. And I think it's really cool that they're going. They seem to be going above and beyond with like the selection on it. Mm. So I don't think it's a product that's going to appeal to a whole lot of people. But it's the first mini console that I've seen and was like, oh hey, I actually might get this. Yeah, even I it's mean, not even a mini console. It's the same size as a regular <laughs> Turbo Graphics. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I have, like, no nostalgia in it. Because I guess when I was a kid, I was, like, indoctrinated again into the house of Nintendo, like, right away. And then it wasn't yeah. until PlayStation that I kind of, like, kind of shifted. But, yeah, it was, like, Nintendo here, Nintendo there. So that wasn't even in my radar. Yeah, I don't even, like, honestly, because I didn't play it when I was a kid either. Like, it was uh, one of those things, like, I'm in high school, I'm downloading, or junior high, actually, and downloading ROMs and discovering emulation for the first time. I'm like, oh, hey... There's this whole console library of, like, weird games that I never got to play. And I downloaded a full ROM set, and I think I still have that, like, original PC Engine full ROM set that I downloaded and, like, slowly worked my way through the library. And there's some gems in there. Like, and then the big thing, too, that I'm excited about, East is a TurboGrafx CD game. And the Japanese one is for sure getting Rondo of Blood, the Castlevania or PC Engine CD. See, that's a big deal. Cool stuff. There's a big push right now online, actually, that I thought was just going to be me, but other people were pushing for this, too. Uh, They really want Konami to localize the original Tokimeki Memorial (laughs) and bring it to uh, America for the first time with that, which I think would be a really cool opportunity. Is it actually going to happen? I highly doubt it, but that would be so fucking cool. I would totally buy it if it did. Oh, yeah. If they announce that, I am pre-ordering 
so hard. Have they said anything about price yet? No, I don't see it being more than like fifty, sixty dollars, and I'm willing to bet. Like I said, the vast majority of people are not going to be interested in this, so the prices are going to fall on it pretty quickly. I would mm. imagine. I don't know. Yeah. It is Konami though, and they think their shit is way more worth than what it really is. I mean, sometimes. I don't know about nowadays. Yeah, nowadays, like Metal Gear Survive dropped in price really, really fast. I passed up on a disc copy for Xbox a couple months ago for like five bucks at Target. That game's only been out for like a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But would it have been better to release the Turbo Graphics uh, games as like a kind of like a digital pack, though? Oh, like, I mean, you can say that like about collection. like. Every that that's how I feel about every mini console though. Like, would I rather have it as a digital collection on PC or Switch? I would. Yeah. But I understand the appeal of this to like collectors and stuff and people that are just want a cool like conversation piece. Like, yeah. I completely get that. And also too, they had like Konami is releasing those other classic collections, which are interesting to say the least like i don't want to talk too much shit on them because i haven't played them personally but i've heard some things about the uh the quality of those but i mean they also are jam-packing them with really expansive art books and new interviews which is real cool yeah, and too i really M i really like the the contra one yeah the contra one i've heard is good there's since it just came out like last night or two nights ago yeah i saw it on the eShop. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of impressions of it on the internet, other than a lot of people have been saying the emulation on arcade on a yeah arcade Contra is messed up. But also, apparently, and they did this with Castlevania too. They used the wrong ROM, <laughs> and people are saying they might have used the wrong ROM for uh, Contra Arcade too, which yeah, is real interesting. The ROM for Castlevania that they included has this really cool. It was like the first run of the game, and they. They didn't recall it, but they snuck out, like, a second uh, build of it and, like, another print run of it. And uh, the one that they used for the classic collection Castlevania has this really cool glitch where if too many sprites are on the screen, the game crashes. And, mm. and it only happens in, like, one or two spots in the game, but people, like, right after launch were meeting with the air and they're like, ah, oh, this game's messed up, I better bad reviews on Steam. Yeah, well... I really want to play the new Contra. It looks like uh, someone poured a bunch of energy drinks, like off-brand <laughs> ones, into a bucket and mixed it up and made a video game out of it. Yeah, speaking of Monster... <laughs> well, I was going to say, I do work with energy drinks, so maybe that's why. So, Chill. I, <laughs> I do want to say, though, about the new Contra, it is really interesting to me how much it looks like Neo Contra, which is... Because uh, that game came out, like, 15 years ago now which is weird to think about but some people like neo contra for some reason is their favorite contra and i don't understand it but i do get it because that game had some really like weird interesting stuff going on yeah it has a panda i guess mm -hmm. in the new contra all right yeah. Uh, it yeah it looks it looks so mid 2000s it does like it reminds me of those weird like uh when the xbox 360 launched uh and like Microsoft was, like, desperate for uh, Japan support, so they farmed out all those, like, uh, 
B and C tier companies <laughs> to make games, and we got like weird stuff like uh, Bullet Witch and <laughs> Bullet Witch, Operation I like Darkness. I love I love Bullet Witch. I bought yeah. it on PC when it came out last summer. <laughs> um, and yeah, what was the other one? Uh, Vampire Rain. Vampire Rain. Oh, I played Lord, Vampire man. Rain. I have a soft spot in my heart for that weird. What's that um the, that that uh, anime game that's made by the guy who made Trigun with the guy with the coffin? Gun Grave, Yes, that just got a revival recently too. There's a VR version. Yes, I remember. I was like, why would you make that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's I'm so happy they did though. That was another one they. Oh, oh yeah, that was a while ago when they re-released that on PS3. I bought that day one too. <laughs> Oh man, I just like the way he kind of like gallops when he has his guns up towards like you know towards the enemy. It's just so ridiculous. Yeah, it's so such a silly game. <laughs> and, and I guess we'll shift gears from then. Uh, so Chris and Rex are super excited about tur- Turbo Graphics. I'm not. I just felt like I was disappointed. And uh, Ryan is indifferent. Yeah, it's just it's like I said, it's not for me. It's not for me. It's okay. Yeah, it's for I'm, a do, very I'm, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. It's for a very, very, yeah. very small subset of people who likely aren't even gonna buy the thing. <laughs> Let's be. Honest. I mean, I'm happy for the people who buy it and excited for it. I'm just like, all right, I got like tens of others of games that I need to play oh, yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, like like next March is gonna hurt everybody's wallet. Yeah, next March and this September. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> and like two weeks from now. Already, yeah. I already like. I already pre-ordered like. The um, bloodstain. I pre-ordered that. Um, my friend Pedro. So that they already got my money. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. My wallet's already hurting. That a uh, collection of mana came out. Oh, oh yeah. that came out. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the digital, like digital, they're doing a small physical in September. Uh, yeah, awesome. I'm gonna wait and get the physical one. I think I almost bought it, but I went ahead <laughs> and uh, eShop wise, all I got during E3 was Good I pack, finally thank bought you. Uh, Kirby. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, I'm glad you guys said something. I will also wait. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's uh, if you if if you're kind of excited for it, and it's like I would wait for the physical release just because you know it feels more real, and it has like you know it doesn't it won't disappear like you know everyone who has an Ouya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, too, that collection of mana, like, I really want to support that release because it's fucking mind-blowing that they went back and completely localized uh, Seiken Densetsu 3 as Trials which was, of Mana. Which never came to the U.S. No, never did. That was mm-hmm. one of the first, like, fan-translated games I ever played back in the day. And it's just mind-blowing to me that they were able to get... They basically paid, like, professional ROM hackers to fix the game up and people have already like ripped the rom from the game to like see how they did it and everything because people wanted to know how it worked and they did they like they expanded the like the it would be a virtual cartridge of course but they expanded the memory <laughs> of the, the the game size and the shit and oh that's fucking full translation like a proper one and yeah oh, that's, uh, that's like note because this is making me think Mm. Was it was it Edix who made Terra Enigma and yes. Illusion of Gaia? Yes. Yes. We need that fucking collection. 
We do. Square needs to stop pretending that every Enix franchise that is not uh, Dragon Quest doesn't exist. God! Well, Chris, earlier you said uh, that you were ordering the Dreamer edition of the Link's Awakening. Hell yeah! Did you see the European oh, nice. one? I did. It made me really sad. But yeah. Wait, what, what came? The, the European one has a steelbook that looks like a Game Boy. Oh, oh, I didn't see that. I didn't cute. see that. Yeah, it's really cute. But but art book. I really want the art book. That yeah, no, no, that's... designed for that game. God, I love it. It reminds me of like the seventies Rankin Bass TV specials, and I've always <laughs> wanted a game that looks like that. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely getting it. I don't know if I'm gonna get a collector's edition. Oh, that's like, that's my favorite Zelda game ever. Like I'm. Let's see. I really like Link to the Past, but yeah. I, yeah. The, the Link's Awakening was just it was so goofy. It was <laughs> goofy, and it I was Twin like Peaks Zelda basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I was out, and I was like laying in bed when I played it, and it was nice. So all right, I guess yeah. <laughs> Did you ever become the thief in the game? Yes. And you ran off with a thing, and yeah, it was great. That's still in, by the way, because uh, it's playable on the show for E3, and that's like the first thing a lot of people tried to do. And it's still <laughs> in. Just go in there and grab and ran out, run off. <laughs> yeah, and the guy like kills you and everything um, oh. if you go back. But uh, since it doesn't save your game, uh, the show floor demo, no one knows if it renames your game file thief yet. Uh, there are. Oh my God! They're coming out with the oh, Link's Awakening amiibo also. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, looks super cute. It's so cute. Also on the E3 show floor, there's dioramas at like the booth where you go to play uh, Link's Awakening. They have like little dioramas that are set up like scenes from the game. Yeah. They're so cute, and there's pictures of them online. Oh, uh, Metal Gear survives twelve dollars on Amazon Prime. So. Uh it's also free on Game Pass, <laughs> which is uh, how I'm going to play it. Yeah, what is not free on Game Pass? Jeez. Yeah, you know, Game Pass, Jesus Christ, Microsoft has got me to completely buy into their ecosystem, and I'm I'm okay with it. Like they, their backwards compatibility stuff is putting everyone out there to shame. Game Pass is the best. Like, it, it's a perfect service uh, as far as like the gaming subscription model that everybody's trying to figure out like it seems to be doing the best job so far as as far as both uh compensating the developers and getting games into people's hands you just download it and go which is That's probably the, the way cool. they'll win next generation yeah especially with the the scarlet with how fast it is mm-hmm. i mean honestly with scarlet uh using the ssds as rams was genius Mm-hmm. Like how yeah. can I, I, I how can I do that to my computer? <laughs> I'm gonna be probably hopping in on the Scarlet Day One, especially like I was a little sad that they uh, discontinued backwards compatibility stuff for Xbox One after this newest update, which is a pretty good update, by the way. But uh, yeah, I'm a little sad that uh, they're discontinuing it that, but then they're like, oh, we want to make sure there's even more stuff ready at Scarlet launch. So I'm like, okay, sweet, because. I didn't have a 360 until that generation was ending, so I missed out on a lot of that stuff. But I, 
factoring PS2, Xbox, GameCube, Xbox was my main thing, and I still have all of my physical discs for that. So, yeah. Oh, the uh, did anybody does anybody have a PC, Xbox thing? Yes. Did you see what it changed to? The uh, the app. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The app is real nice now. It's the Xbox console companion now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Huh. Is it? Yeah, they're going to be switching it over to... Like, there's going to be an Xbox app later on, but for now, this is you can't do... You They pulled a lot of abilities out of it. You can still, like, uh, start up stuff on here. But mm-hmm. it should be a lot cooler after this. I don't know. Yeah, they're basically making it a lot more simple. They're taking out, like, all the stuff that was... Uh, remnant uh remnants of windows store and uh stupid games for windows live uh that's how you're gonna access game pass too so because they're getting rid of the windows store completely apparently yeah wow no more windows store no more no more itunes yeah Yeah. (laughs) um oh wow we haven't even touched the big one We got to talk about CD Projekt Red. We need to have a talk about CD Projekt Red. <laughs> so where to start? Where to start? Uh, let's, let's start, start, let's ever, uh, let's start with uh, with Keanu. Did y'all ever see that movie? We need to talk about Kevin. I like Kevin a long, James. long time <laughs> ago. Yeah, no, because I when it, we were like, we need to talk about CD Projekt Red. I just thought of like John C. Riley in that movie. Like yeah. looking like sullenly as his like son's like what isn't the son like a serial killer? I watched it a long time ago too. It was a long time. I barely remember it. It was a interesting movie. But yeah, anyways, like Facebook right now is flooded with, oh Keanu's so precious. Oh he showed up. He's a cyborg now in cyberpunk and, ah oh, man. <sighs> Well, first of all, let's not blame Keanu. We yeah. don't. No, no, I'm he, not. I'm not going to blame Keanu at all. Keanu is an innocent, and in all of this. He's just an actor who's doing his job, and he got yes. to be in the whoa, cool future game. Yeah, he what got if, hired for a first. What, what if he does know? What if he's? Like, I mean, maybe he does. Like, maybe he's here to like that. clean it, clean it up, or he, he's going to bring the Wachowskis in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know what, though? <laughs> it's probably too late now, but they bring the Wachowskis in. As long as they don't make it to Cloud Atlas, I'll be okay. With it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you about Super Sunday? About Jupiter Sunday? I've actually not seen that. If you I could would... hoverboard and there were bees in Cyberpunk's 2077, I would totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want I want Chris to take point on, or or go with this like, let us know why CDPR is so problematic. Ah, like, I don't know. We've been talking about this a lot, and it's hard because, like, I keep seesawing because it's like, I really want to like this game. I know that it's probably not fucking everybody, you know, who works there, but it, it just, the people who have more pull seem to be the shittiest people. It's like yeah. it's like um, Chick Fil A. The people yes. selling you Chick Fil A yeah. probably won't be shitty, but it it comes from the top down. Yeah, think, it comes from the top down. I think to really like 
get a handle on it, uh, we need to go back to, like, CD Projekt Red's, like, history of just being like during shitty. the Witcher. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean yes, aside from... Like, I wasn't there for the Witcher because I didn't have a PC that played games very well, so I didn't pay too much attention. What What was the rundown there? I mean, like, the rundown there, there wasn't really a whole lot of controversy with it. It was just kind of like, I don't know, it's Anglo-centric fantasy world, which is a lot of fantasy fiction, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, because I actually... Like, uh, Shitstorm kind of started with GOG a few years ago. Uh, just kind of like the people that they had running their social media were saying some uncouth things a lot. And then they outright tweeted, I think it was last year, they outright tweeted a uh, Gamergate reference oh. in regards to uh, their advertising Postal 2 being on sale. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember that. And everything kind of like spiraled out from there. And Cyberpunk just seems to be kind of continuing this trend of uh, either they're not aware of their uh, shitty behavior or they are aware and they're i don't know it's really it's a complicated situation with a lot of nuance because to like one of the big uh discussions i've seen going around the game is uh just in general like a it's a conversation that people are having about like all video games right now like who really is the person with like Art whose artistic vision is this on such a collaborative thing like with film because i mean i've i've taken a lot of film classes and stuff and when you talk about uh fuck i can't remember the main like term but like when you think about the person who has like the most artistic control it is a collaborative process but everything can be like traced back to the screenwriter and the director and maybe like mm -hmm. a producer or two yeah. um but with video games, it's a much more complicated thing because a lot of people have their hands on it at various points in time. Yeah. yeah. Like you but can the, have like the, 15, 20 writers, more than that sometimes. And Well, that's also true. So it mean, that means that, that, that those graphics has you know gone through several people and no one kind of raised their hands and go, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, that's part of it too. Like that's part of it too. Like that had to, the stuff that people are having issues with that, had to have gone through multiple people and yeah i mean it's just it's not like one one rogue uh social media coordinator who's just who posted something stupid it's yeah it's, it's in the game it's it 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 was it was probably probably like sketched created mm -hmm. and then rendered in the game <laughs> that's several of, people we should probably like talk real quick about the problematic aspects of the game because i don't know if the uh listeners have are really like aware of it because a lot of them might not be um they've been a lot of it started like i think it was last year there was a whole thing about uh they said some real insensitive stuff regarding uh trans people when guiding people walking people through the character creation uh, there's a whole big thing in the game about how, like, the more body modifications have, the more uh, impure you are, and the game will reflect that. Um, mm. And then this year, there was the whole the thing that broke today that got leaked through oh, his website with uh, an in-game ad <clears throat> that's like, mix it up, and it's a uh, 
trans person with uh, big old boobies and a giant penis. Like stick like, out her bodysuit. Yeah, <laughs> and like a bodysuit, and it's very highly eroticized. And then I don't even think I mentioned this in the group chat, but there's a Resetera th- thread going on right now about how uh, it's either Resetera or Twitter, I can't remember, but somebody actually played the game on the show for, and the mission involved, uh, they're called the Voodoo Boys. And they're a Haitian okay. gang. They're a Haitian gang, and your character oh, wow. makes fun of their accents. Wow! And uh, also, uh, the other characters talk a lot of shit about them in racially insensitive ways. So, ooh, yeah, yeah. you can't. I think at this point, twenty ninety nine, twenty ninety nine, twenty seventy seven, nineteen ninety nine. You really can't go, well, I didn't know any better with fucking racist stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you no. Really can't. Like, you, you can, you can <laughs> maybe, just maybe be like, well, I'm sorry, I didn't really know how to handle the trans aspect, but when you're being fucking racist, sorry. That's, that's... Yeah. I mean, we've I talked about this too many fucking times. Stop. I think it's really telling, and this is something like I've talked about on social media a lot. We've talked about it on the show quite a bit. Um, it's really telling that there's threads about the game on Paul, where they're talking about how they're really excited for it, and they think that the developers are based in Red Pilled, and they are referring to the game as Slash Our Game Slash. Um, oh, yeah. Even Uh-oh. if you're not outright making like stuff that appeals to fascists in 2019 if there is any sort of like what you have to be really careful if you have any any sort of platform that other people pay attention to in 2019 because if you express any sort of viewpoint that they might see as like oh hey we can relate to this they're all gonna hop on and take over basically that's how that's how these things work like you can't be like that's why it it kills me when people are like oh i'm a centrist and da 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 i'm gonna try try and appeal to everybody you can't do like you can't do that we've had to because of like the way things are going the last couple years you have to completely rewrite the playbook and if your stuff is like appealing to neo-nazis you need to be really fucking careful and rethink a lot of it and change your approach and all of that because uh they're gonna latch on and your product's gonna be the next like pepe <laughs> like yeah. pepe. you just have to dis- you have to disavow uh you know those that those sorts of ideologies when people start looking at it uh yeah you, have, you know i mean that's the most important thing and they haven't done that yeah and i mean it, I think it's real. It's also real telling now because it's like, oh god, I'm bringing it back to uh, the Alan Moore uh, Chapo <laughs> interview um, when he was talking about. Uh, it, if you don't know, if you're listening to this, uh, Chapo Trap House interviewed Alan Moore, uh, the Watchman writer, this week, and he had a lot, lot to say about like everything that's going on in the world. It's a real good uh, about hour long interview. It's mostly just him talking, and he talks about at the end how we have so much knowledge now that accessible that it there's no reason to like hold regressive viewpoints unless you're afraid 
of them and that fear of knowledge is basically what creates modern fascism and we have so much knowledge it's inexcusable for like if you're making a game it's inexcusable for you to have content like the shit in cyberpunk 2077 with the racism towards haitians or the fucking trans stuff like you don't have to do that and it's really easy to you can find there are so many like trans writers and games that you could have like hired and been like hey what do you think about this what do you think about this and like checked it you don't have to have like these homogenous writing rooms anymore yeah yeah when when the guy who fucking wrote lost girls can you know learn to do better that says a lot right there yeah you know? that says so so fucking much yeah and also me the, the writer um, for, so, sorry go ahead Oh, no, I was gonna say also like just because Alan Moore and comics, it reminds me like I, I don't know if you guys have my Twitter muted or not. I mean, if you do, I don't blame you. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, you're my favorite Twitter. <laughs> but uh, the whole uh, bullshit explosion with uh, the Man Eaters comic. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, this week too. Yeah, we're Holy basically. A quick rundown man eaters is a uh, comic about a world where a mutation causes um people who uh who menstruate to turn into wear panthers on their cycle hmm. and, and it sounds but but apparently it took up until issue six for any sort of trans people at all to be mentioned and it was still just kind of like mentioned and people who were reading it were like, you know, hey, I, I, I dig your comic. However, you know, it's I, I would love it more if it wasn't so gender essentialist. And that tweet got published in the latest issue as a billboard in basically a concentration camp where they are forcing all of the girls to uh, drink uh, hormones and water to keep them from having their periods. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And again, no trans people exist in this world. Apparently, it's it's only only cis. Also, correct me if I'm cis. wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't the writer have like a Twitter meltdown over it yes, too? She and... had the biggest white feminist meltdown, where she kept continuously apologizing for what a dumb and piece of shit she is and never actually apologizing for exactly what she needed to which was publishing that reader's tweets without asking her wow and then started asking for a sensitivity writer which she said that i had no idea what that was until now i'm so stupid i'm so sorry also i can't pay you but we can give you comics uh, and uh, that basically uh, brought the rest of comics Twitter down on her because no one fucks around with uh, for exposure work. Ugh. Ugh. And yeah, so she was, her Twitter. Oh. Mm. That's that's awful. Uh, yeah. Also, CD I'm, Project. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, you know, like, even with CD Projekt Red, it's not like we're like, oh my god, I hate you fucking die in a fire. It's like, wow, this is 
this looks fun. I want to enjoy it. However, maybe some learn from your mistakes. You do yeah. better, you know, please. Yeah. Cause that's yeah. the thing. A lot of people like, cause there's a lot of people, of course, complaining about the people complaining, but what a lot of people don't realize is when people criticize things, it's not because they want to get rid of them. It's because they want to enjoy them too. And so, oh. cyberpunk is a, a genre that historically has had a lot of really interesting things to say about like gender identity and all sorts of like social issues and political issues and everyone yeah. like i don't know a single person that wants cyberpunk 2077 to be bad i don't know a single person who doesn't want to play this game it's mm -hmm. everyone's excited for it we just all wish it was a little better yeah and, and we all wish that uh, the employees were treated better also always. <laughs> yep. that that too that's like every game company yeah, yeah. 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 As we're in the on the subject of CD Projekt Red, and they have a bad history of, of that, you know. Uh, no, did y'all did y'all see the what's up? They're terrible. Also, one person's not excited to play it is William Gibson. Oh yeah, William oh. Gibson. Uh, yeah, the godfather of the genre. Like, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I I don't blame him because um, I mean like he is the one that. I won't say invented the genre single handedly, but, he but, but has he's the, the most guy who makes it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you, he says something about Cyberpunk, you'll listen to him. But, like, yeah, it's. It, it, without those Cyberpunk themes, it's just future crime story. That's it. Yeah. And from the last trailer we saw, it's just like, you know, futuristic crime story. I'm sorry, but uh, Detroit Becoming Human looks more Cyberpunk than. Oh, oh, he that, went there. That that game is interesting to me. I have not played it yet, and I probably will never play it. I just love how like uh, it attracted the kind of fan base that David Cage did not want it to attract, and like a very uh, more progressive fan base than what he wanted. And he got all upset about it, and that was yeah. funny. That's yeah. kind of funny, yeah. Connor's um, not gay. <laughs> It's like She's fucking totally Ubisoft making the most political like AAA games out there and being like, "Oh, our games are not political actually. Watch Dogs Brexit. This is not uh we're not trying to make a statement with this uh post-apocalyptic post-Brexit game we're making." Yeah, it's like this game about a really hyper-religious cult that takes over in the rural America. That's 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 Politics, no politics, no politics. Yeah. Yeah. All, all the sides are bad. All extremes are, uh, they're all bad. Oh, God. They're so neutered. Also, I cracked up. Okay, so uh, the fucking Watch Dogs uh, trailer. I was watching it the other night uh, with a friend of mine, and I, at the beginning of the trailer, I made a joke about uh, welcome to the hashtag resistance. And then, oh. of course, like one of the last lines of the trailer is like, welcome. To the resistance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, you know not, I haven't seen Watch Dogs three trailer yet. I've, I just oh lord, it looks really cool. I'm excited about that game. Like it looks more cyberpunk than Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> Rex, I implore you to play Watch Dogs two. It's I'm, really good. I'm going to because it's five dollars on the Epic Store, so I need to buy that what? before the sales over. Yeah. And, oh, and what? I, 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 no. I, I think I th I liked it. I guess uh, after playing Watch Dogs 2 and then watching this Watch Dogs, I'm like, meh. 
I am excited because it's bringing back one of my favorite uh, like gameplay mechanics that has not been copied by any other game this gen, which makes what, me Ian, sad. Ian, the Irish or British white guy that saves everyone? No. So uh, in Metal Gear Solid Five, if uh, anyone remembers, you could attach balloons to yeah. enemy soldiers and any pretty much anything else in the environment and steal them. And in Watch Dogs 3, you can get on people's cell phones and basically, or I'm not sure exactly how it works. They were using like cell phone things. So I'm assuming like you hack their cell phone and then they yeah. become a member of the hashtag resistance. Wait, how did they do they... as them? And Wait, they all they... have, what's up? Do they get like hypnotized by the phone? How did they become the resistance? Uh, you just recruit them. Like some of them you have to do like more uh, specialized ones with like cool abilities you have to like do missions and stuff, but you can play as like any literally any NPC in the game, and they all have their own like abilities and attributes and stuff and like personalities, and you just uh, you collect them, and you just play as them whenever you want. And there's permadeath too. <laughs> I was about to buy it, but I saw John Wick Hex is a uh, seven ninety nine on the Epic Game Store. <laughs> yeah, that one looks cool too. That was the developer of uh, Thomas Was Alone. And I love Thomas Wayne alone. Mm-hmm. That was great. Ugh. So, yeah. Cyberpunk. Uh, I don't know. It might be a skip for us, do you think? Uh, so I, far, yes. I'm yeah. going to... I'm not going to say that on the... Uh, on the podcast. You, don't to, you don't want to be on a record to say it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I really the... want to play it. I love Cyberpunk. I mean, I've played every DSX game. Even that yeah. The Fall. Which was on the iPhone. It's uh, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's like so far, yes, I will skip it until I mean they they shift or they admit that they did wrong, kind of shift their ideologies into more progressive light. Because I mean, it's going to be in 2077. The, you know, the future is going to be way more different than today. Spoiler really though, hope. that's not gonna happen, and that game is gonna sell millions of copies. And oh yeah, it's gonna. I'm not gonna learn any lesson from it, and that's what sucks the most about. Also, it. even though it's 2077, even though it's 27 we're 2019 now, and we're less progressive than 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So uh, what you guys are saying is that maybe 2077 is spot on with how much more we will continue to not progress. Yes. Um, if 2077 yeah, was to be like the most spot-on uh, vision of the future ever, it'd be a disc that you pop in and there's no data on it. <laughs> oh. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> uh, real quick, the Ubisoft press conference. So how many games can have Tom Clancy in front of them? And I not mean, that's... be political, even though making a game based on Tom Clancy franchises is in and of itself a political act. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's 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 their they bought they bought those rights. I know. Yeah, but they still own when... they own Tom Clancy like they own Tom Clancy the person like his fucking <laughs> corpse. Ubisoft more than likely owns that yeah, fucking corpse. The ashes and everything. Yeah, Damn. like there's it's an urn. There's an, there's an urn at the. Uh, ubisoft office if they had like, any business sense they would have kept that body and like preserved it and fucking weakened at bernie's at, at like every <laughs> games conference <laughs> hey look it's tom <laughs> <Clancy>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, it's funny because I, I was I was talking I was talking to Sean and I was telling him it's like I think there were only three games that didn't have Tom Clancy in the title. It was Just Dance, Watch Dogs, and Tom Division. Clancy's Just Dance. Yeah, and- Tom Clancy's Just Dance, and it's those fucking oh my god! You remember like a couple years ago the viral or I think it was only last year where it was like the viral videos of like the cops like lip syncing and stuff. <laughs> so it's Tom Clancy's Just Dance, and they use those videos. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it'll be perfect it'll sell so many copies Tom Classy's Just Dance special bootlicker edition <laughs> uh, uh, no. yeah, I think like this one I put uh, this year's E3 I tweeted out that Tom Clancy Zombie Tom Clancy Smash Bros Tom Clancy Hankerman Hankerman and Tom Clancy Dancy well, you know what? I'm surprised that Tom Clancy's like uh, Smash Brothers hasn't come out yet. You did have like you know they Sam did. Fisher versus they had um, they have that mobile game that's going to be like all the Tom Clancy characters against yeah, each all, other. Are there yeah. even characters like I know there's like yes, Harrison they Ford have. in that one movie, Ben Affleck in that one movie, Jim <laughs> from the Jack Office Ryan. in that one movie. They, yeah, and they're all got, the same character. They've got Sam the, Fisher got, like them. certain. Yeah, they got Sam Fisher and his team. They, They've yeah. got uh, the, some of the operators from Siege. The operators. <laughs> yeah. All those nameless guys in Rainbow Six that. No, no, they no. Can Rainbow die. Six Siege actually has, like, names for every single operator. I mean, like, it's like Overwatch and Siege. Like, all the characters have different attributes. They're from different countries, uh, different abilities, et cetera, et cetera. So that's where they're getting a lot of those names, too. Uh, I know the Ghost Recon stuff started having kind of like modern warfare has like their ghost and et cetera, et cetera. They have some of those characters. So what? It's going to be a, like, so like a, like a card game or something. They're going to fight each other. It looks like on? a, it looks like a, like a, like XCOM shooter. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. For mobile. Uh, also every single, uh, like ghost recon, uh, like more of the Tom Clancy war games, all of them were like, I have to fight for my brother. My brothers, like over and over, that was like the theme, and I think I caught it in three trailers where the main character, his dilemma, was fighting for with his brothers and his fallen brothers. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, let's let's uh, start winding down with the uh, rule thirty four, sweetheart of the month, Luigi. The, the month. It's like the, the, you the, being the gooey second. Luigi. I yeah. was gonna say Luigi. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we were watching uh, like before we recorded this. I was watching uh, the uh, Luigi's Mansion thing, and I was like, man, how much like how much porn is there of Luigi already? And I was just imagining like there has to be a fan, at least one fanfic, if not multiple fanfics already, where like Luigi's like made out of Luigi's cum. <laughs> <laughs> And then jizzes it back into Luigi. Oh, <laughs> and Luigi's Luigi's penis is the is the vacuum. Sucks, sucks Luigi back in. <laughs> no, he gets his penis stuck in the vacuum. Oh man, that's the multiplayer. Hey, who can we, we convince to have uh, to draw us a real quick uh, Luigi kissing Luigi? <laughs> 
besides uh, me. Well, go do it. Go do it now. Yeah. Do it, nurse. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here though. Yeah, you can draw while you talk. Just, just, mm-hmm. just draw it and then put it on Twitter tomorrow. Don't put it on the Space City Nerd um, Facebook page. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Add it to the do, Rule Thirty Four pile. If you if you do that, I'll release one of the ASMRs I did. <gasps> Deal. Okay. Rex got to hear him. Yeah, they're good. They're really stupid, but good. I was listening to ASMRs work earlier. I did not know why, why I was doing that. I felt really weird because I kept hearing water drop next to my ear. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Guiji and Wulu. Wulu. Yeah, That's so... A- so I, I understand how why it got turned into like a personified little like cute thick girl because, from a sheep. Well, first of all, first of all, the internet started loving Wulu because of cute. how it. No, no, because she of, was no, no, because everybody on the internet is depressed, and Wulu, the only thing that she wants is stability. And non, uh, not being in a confrontation. Well, well, that's that, yeah. that. That's why we they like the tadpole thing because it would always cries and yes, everyone's like, the, yeah, he was the most depressed Pokemon. So from there, you know, people are like, oh, she's really cute. And then the keyword is she, because she's got like the the ponytails, the locks, and stuff. And from there, it took off. It's the same thing like with Buniri. I guess. <laughs> but did y'all yeah. see that? But did y'all see that picture of Machamp like chasing after the guy? Yeah. The, <laughs> like, yeah. Just imagine walking around and there's a fucking Machamp ready to beat your ass. I would start crying <laughs> if I was a kid playing Pokemon and Machamp showed up to chase me. <laughs> I got you. It's like, beat your it, ass. I, I like it because it's like it's like the open world aspect of Pokemon is actually getting real. <laughs> yeah. It's it's gonna turn into Breath of the Wild, but Pokemon. It's gonna be like I'm Pokemon so Go where some that. some dude beats you up and takes your phone away. <laughs> Still <laughs> realistic, man. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, yeah. So okay, I guess. And then everyone, it was literally like two hours. I learned about Wulu, and I'm like, oh, that's cute. And um, and then like I saw like an image on Facebook about like you know just a personified like big breasted kind of like little thick girl, and I was like, okay, so we're already here. What kind yeah. of Facebook groups are you here. in that they allow that? Oh, it's one of our friends. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, E3 this year was fun again. I just uh, the entertainment that E3 brings is yeah. just so good. Yeah, yeah, and then like just because Sony and EA didn't really have any big thing. I mean, Nintendo kicked fucking ass. I mean, yeah. Nintendo. Nintendo. I honestly want to say uh, Microsoft was a second. Because they actually got me interested back into like Microsoft products. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm excited to get Game Pass, but uh, I, you know. I kind of feel bad because, and I mean, I do still kind of feel this way. Like I've made so many jokes about this E3, just like every other E3, where I'm like, yeah, I'm excited about product. Big company is my friend. They 
give him my credit card information and everything. But yeah, no, uh, Game Pass is fucking That's awesome. Say you do that Microsoft. all year long, though. I do do that all. I do that all year long with everything. But, hey, you can play the Terry Crews game now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can play the Terry Crews game. I have not downloaded it yet because that's another really big one. And Wait, like, literally the first yeah. night of Game Pass, uh, I was like, ah, yeah. you just Redbox it for the, a night." Oh wait, the first night of uh, Game Pass, I was like, "Okay, there's all these indie games I've been wanting to play, but I don't have enough money to buy them on uh, Steam like all at once. So I'm just gonna download these." And then next thing you know, it's like, "Oh." monster hunter Infi- or monster hunter world and marvel versus capcom infinite and there's another bigger one i downloaded i can't remember what it was i kind of want to play that i just want to play the um, s- um story mode on uh monster hunter oh no marvel and marvel versus capcom infinite. oh yeah no and marvel versus capcom like mechanically is a really cool game and i've noticed like the fighting game community is finally coming around to how good it is it just the character roster for it sucks so much but uh yeah no it's actually because i played it for a little bit when it first came out and i really enjoyed it i'm just i'm waiting for marvel ultimate alliance that's gonna be a good one that's gonna be great and that's gonna be on switch are we all getting it i will get it eventually i might not get it at launch because there's just too many games that's like next month right yeah next month yeah i can't i can't i haven't haven't, i haven't even started i am sitsuna yet (laughs) and i bought that for like ten dollars yeah i'm waiting till like honestly unless i get it as like a gift or something i probably won't get to it till next year too many games but i want to play with y'all that's why it's just like, too many games. <laughs> we'll see if I have like extra money because I am itching for a really good Marvel game. But also, mm-hmm. I'm planning on getting a PS4 soon. I'm gonna play Spider-Man because I'm gonna have to have one by November for Death Stranding, and then I'm probably yeah. gonna sell it when I'm done with oh. it, unless I can borrow right. one from someone. <laughs> yeah, I probably learned a lot about that game. And like Norman Reedus is like a bridge between like worlds or something, and his name is Bridges. And I'm like, okay, okay, Kojima. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, oh man, I forgot to mention about uh, I, I I finished Trover Saves the Universe. What? But Let's... we'll save that for later. Trover's the uh, Justin Roiland game. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I I heard about that, and I heard that if you really don't like Justin Roiland, you will hate this game. I I was really I was really <laughs> impressed by uh, the ad lib in it. Okay. I don't say improv because that word is banned. Uh, <laughs> But the ad lib on it is great. Uh, at one point, I let it run for like six minutes of him talking, and it got to the point where he was making himself laugh, oh. <laughs> and I, that just made the game so good for me. Uh, the VR is really cool. The pop culture references are fucking hilarious because he like throws back to other video games and stuff. Uh, mm. But for thirty bucks, I was happy. Cool. Speaking of VR, if that um, Oculus uh, Quest goes below like two hundred dollars in like the end of this year i might get it yeah i've been looking at that i'm thinking yeah. of it too i'm still kind of holding out for a vibe i was gonna get one this year but uh we're gonna yeah get a second switch and death strandings coming out this year yeah. i was expecting that for another two years so <laughs> yeah i was thinking about like the rift s i was like no i kind of want a fun like step like you know i'm a free vr yeah. But then I can't, mm. like, you know, put, like, porn games into it because, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I kind of like I don't have a lot of experience with like actual programming, but I'm kind of interested in making a VR game. Like it's something I've thought a lot about. Okay, so the Drinker Pro. <laughs> <laughs> There's one P- VR game that I want, and it's on GitHub. Is it GitHub? Whatever. Um, no, that's on uh, um, Itchio. But it's um, it's called Pants Pants Revolution, and you have to take off your pants really, oh, really fast. Yeah. Oh yes. yeah. I really want to play that, but then you, <laughs> it's that's not a uh, that's not on the uh, Oculus Store. So I'm like, what the fuck? I, I don't even know how to sideload that into my Oculus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want my wife to walk into my room while me trying to like take off my pants virtually over and over again. Um, Beat Saber for Oculus Quest supports custom tracks, though. So at the Ooh. very least, you can visit Ram Ranch. <laughs> God dang, I was gonna say play um, Old Town Road, but okay, Ram Ranch. Yeah, I mean you Same can do thing. like a whole like yeah, you can do like a whole like country western themed beefcake night and have like old town road and ram ranch and ram ranch 2 ram ranch 3 ram ranch 4 ram ranch 5 i was just gonna put some euro beat in it and just like scream and i'll like play it (laughs) (laughs) start swinging (laughs) (laughs) all right well that's been re3 edition uh probably come out of hiding next month as well to do this again especially since i got a that new nice job uh, you'll be seeing a lot more of scn activity including possibly the zine coming back uh also ah. remember this weekend is uh, anime trash trash <laughs> yes so we're gonna go real excited today because i thought I, when i like first woke up i saw a tweet that i misread and thought uh that they had canceled vic mignonga and i was like what the fuck happened? I can't wait to see this train wreck, but no, it wasn't that happened. It was just uh, somebody leaked uh, text messages with uh, Todd Haberkorn where he was talking uh, about... Uh, uh, damn. Well, the, 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 the great value or the square stuff Avengers Hatsune Miku is, uh, canceled. is canceled. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so mean to her I, or it, whatever, but like I don't even know who she is. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, it's not Hatsune Miku. <laughs> There's people coming from, like, uh, all over the country just to see her. Now they're pissed because it was, like, a, the week before she canceled some. Yeah, oh, no, it's like, okay. Like, they like... can hang out with uh, all the hashtag AnimeGate and hashtag ComicsGate people <laughs> that are going to be uh, <laughs> hang out with Anime Mastery. Yeah. Man, I can't wait to see videos of his panel, though, because you know he's going to cry. Like, like he did at that other one, he's gonna be like, "I'm just so sorry." Come to my bedroom but it's... at the hotel for a prayer session if you're an underage girl. <laughs> but it's animated trash series, so he probably won't cry. He'll be like, "Hey, we got him." <laughs> got it. Yeah. And high John Lee. <laughs> I hope his lawyer guy shows up. The one that he does, like, or that uh, does the YouTube videos. Like, I hope that guy shows up because oh, I'd be tempted dude. to drive by and, like, point and laugh at him. Oh. Chris, are you busy drawing Guigi and Luigi? Is that why you've been quiet? I might have been. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Don't <laughs> no worry. Good. We're just yes. wondering. <laughs> I can't right. do two things at once. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Aww. That's that's not how ADHD works sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yes. Right, well, mm-hmm. Let's get out of here. Uh, see y'all next month. Good night, Space City. Bye.